Welcome to Truth Swipe, the game where you swipe right if you agree with the pop culture headline or swipe left if you give it a complete two thumbs down. DT, Telly, and Ben Jammin. Tell us which way you're swiping today. All right, Truth Nation, we want to hear from you as well. Are you swiping right or left? We're going to give you the truth. Everything we're about to give y'all right now is the truth. Reactions. If you're swiping right, that means you're feeling it. If you're swiping left, that means, yeah, good. I'm good. I'll pass. All right, Telly Ben, here we go. Kanye West. His team sent him a report saying that his $0 production budget Super Bowl ad was a success. The 32nd slot cost the Yeezy brand $7 million. However, it generated 284 1,357 orders of Yeezys totaling $19.3 million in sales in less than 24 hours. Right or left, Telly? I'm swiping right. I said that I didn't understand the commercial. I didn't say I didn't agree with his business practices (laughs) and his money-making ways. So clearly... Ye knew exactly what he was doing and knew that that $7 million would turn into way more. So, great investment. I'm swiping right. Yeezy, there's one thing about him. You can say a lot of things about him, but he ain't broke. Not and at it all. it seems like he never will be. <laughs> ben, how you feeling? Right or left? Yeezy, 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 you done it again. You ready for this, Ben? When I saw this, I thought about you. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard about this or not. Go ahead. This is breaking news. Kanye West just posted a picture. Woo, boy, that's what, you know, let me stop. Because you know if I get on my... Just posted a picture with a certain individual. You want to know who it is, Ben? You're going to love this when I tell you, brother. Who? The CEO of Adidas. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! I told you Touche, y'all. brother, yay. I told y'all. Touche. Do not get me started. I'm moving on. Moving on. Right now, there is a picture... CEO of Adidas, Jorn Goulden. And he looks very happy to be with Kanye. I'm done, Telly. I don't, like I told you, you know yesterday, the, I don't want to be the person that says, I told you so. But I look, told you with, so. With, with uh, the, the owner, founder of Adidas, he knows what type of money that Ye is bringing Come in. on, like, come somebody. On. And you know what, yeah, Telly? They, Ain't nobody else doing that. <laughs> you know what, Telly? This is what kills me. And I get when you're in the heat of frustration or anger. You know, it was like some of those people that when LeBron James announced that he was going to leave Cleveland to go to Miami and you had people out in the streets burning his jersey and acting as a... It's, at the end of the day, it's business. It's business. I saw people uh, cutting up Yeezy shoes, Ben. Live on social, like cutting the shoes. I said, boy, you show is making a terrible mistake. You know how much Yeezys are going to be worth in about 10 years? I wouldn't even say 10. Well, first of all, let's just talk about how much they're worth now. But in 10 years? What? Yeah. And, and look, I'm not a sneakerhead, Telly. I'm looking at the iPad like I'm still, it's on. I'm not a sneakerhead. But you best believe all my Yeezys are in a box, in the original box that I purchased them in. They are strategically <laughs> separated from other shoes in my closet. That's on everything. It, 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 on top of the ones that he probably going to end up dropping by the end of 2024. Man. 
let's let's you know go ahead and put that out there. He ain't taking pictures with him because he ain't got no other friends to hang out with. I'm sure that was either before or after a very productive business meeting. And here's the thing. Before before people you notice nobody is saying anything. But everybody was saying so much. This man has a picture. Ben, did you see it? You saw it? CEO of Adidas and Kanye West <laughs> literally taking a picture after a meeting. All right, I'm gonna move on, y'all. Telly, y'all, y'all go. Oh, okay. Don't mess with creatives and anointed people. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Do not mess with creatives or anointed people. Period. Just stop. Let it go. Next. <laughs> WNBA star Brittany Griner announces new memoir coming home. This book will be reflecting on her imprisonment in a Russian prison for smuggling cartridges containing medically prescribed hash oil. Slated for release on May 7th, 2024, Brittany Griner's narrative details her experience from her arrest to her release following a national outcry. And she's collaborated with author Michelle Burford. What are your thoughts? Brittany Griner uh, memoir. I'm, I'm swiping right. I, I would... Uh, I mean, because... From the outside, we know it was totally a political uh, thing that she just got caught up in because she was playing in Russia for 10 years. You think that was the first time she took a vape cartridge over there? Man. So that's number one. But I, I know you going to think I'm crazy. Denise, I know you're not. I'm, I'm looking at you. You're not drinking anything, so I can go ahead and say this. I want to know what type of draws they gave her. What type of draws you got for a 6'10 woman over there? There's a lot of questions that were probably, hey you, hey, you never know. She may go into that level of detail in this new memoir. Yeah. You never like know. about, uh, I mean, you know, she's a female, like like female products. I'm sure they didn't treat her like it was the Four Seasons over there. Absolutely like, not. So I am, I am, I am uh, very, very much interested to see how those, because she was in there for like almost a year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. You know, a lot of people thought that she was never going to be released. A lot of people... Were, and she was sentenced to 10. Yeah. I, I was like with the, you know, in Russia too. But that just shows you the yeah. higher power, whatever's for you. But don't stop dreaming. Don't stop believing. Because man will have us out here thinking that, nope, it's over. And just like Usher said. So another great example. And I wish Brittany Griner all the best with this memoir. And I hope that she generates a lot of revenue for her brand and, and her family and her business. Ben, you swiping right or left on the Britney Griner memoir. I'm going all the way right, man. I'm swiping right. Um, again, we didn't even think Britney Griner was going to get out. I thought she was going to have to sit down and do the whole 10. Yeah. You know, fortunately, she was able to come back home. Uh, and unfortunately, like uh, Telly was saying, she was used as a political pawn. So I'm glad that she's able to come home uh, and, and really just talk about her story. A lot of people are able to talk about, you know, their perspective from being a Russian prisoner. Like, who's been a Russian prisoner and came home and actually talked about it, especially at the status that exactly. she is? Exactly. And, and hopefully, honestly, I, I, my whole hopes with the whole Brittany Griner story is I hope it brings more attention to the WNBA so hopefully they can get more money, you know, bigger mm-hmm. salaries. Well, more to come. There's a lot of memoirs coming out. Remember, Telly, you and I declared this is going to be the year of exposure. A lot of memoirs. Yep. Eve, rap artist Eve, she's coming out with a memoir called Who's That Girl? Off her hit song. So 
She's coming out in September 2024 this year with a memoir, and she says she's about to let everybody know everything that has happened. I didn't realize she went through fertility issues either. So she's going to talk about that in her memoir. So more to come on that. Now, in 1878, Henrietta Wood, a formerly enslaved black woman, was awarded $2,500 in reparations by an all-white jury, which was the most significant sum granted by a U.S. court at that time. Initially seeking $20,000 for being kidnapped and enslaved, Wood received a smaller amount, which today would equate to over $75,000. And this is according to Business Insider. Now, despite past congressional apologies for slavery, federal reparations remains elusive, prompting ongoing calls for acknowledgement and reparation. So, with that being said, Telly, is it time? Is it time for us to go back and hold the courts across the U.S. accountable for reparation. I want my 40,000 uh, acres and my 200,000 mules yesterday. Thoughts? I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to swipe left, and I'm not going to make it long and drawn out because it's like racism and other a lot of other things. It's always... Well, should we start the conversation? Why hasn't it already been started mm. in the middle and completed by now? Mm. So, uh, no, I, I'm I'm not getting my hopes up, and I mean, I'm sh- because even if you do get it started, how long is it really going to take for you to actually see anything from it? So, I'm swiping left. I'm over. Uh, fans, just- if y'all listen, give me Telly's reparation whenever you get it, because he said he don't want it. So I'll take it. Thank you for the record. Give me Telly's. I don't care if it's. 50 years from now, he said he didn't want it. Give it to me. Thank you so much. Ben, are you swiping right or left? I'm going to get my if money, I ain't baby. Around, I'm, I, if I'm I ain't my around, uh-uh, don't get to my kids. Now. Oh, no. Your kids, I, your, look, your kids I, better start fostering a relationship with uh, Auntie DT because I'm going to tell you right now, give me his feds. <laughs> he says he doesn't want it. Thank you. Okay. So, Talk about my kids. So will you get they your, better start being will nice you get to Auntie DT. When you get your $40,000 when you're 90 years old, I'm sure you go kick it. I said, I, what? It's going to be Freak Nick 2.0. <laughs> Bring it. Prune juice shots for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> turned down for what? Well, you are All turned right. down. You're, you're in your wheelchair, DT. <laughs> you do your it thing, I do mine. Anybody got some Miralax? <laughs> hey, babe, pass me a Pepto-Bismol tablet, honey, because you know I kick in around this time of night. Uh, Grandma, it's it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and this is when I get ready to turn down. I didn't turn up. Now it's time to turn down. All right. Last one, y'all. The Louisiana voting district maps ruled unlawful for diluting black residents' voting power. Louisiana's highest court has ruled that the state's voting maps are unlawful due to racial gerrymandering violating the Voting Rights Act. The court declared the maps unconstitutional and ordered the legislator to redraw them. This decision follows a lawsuit filed by voting rights advocates alleging that the maps diluted the influence of black voters in certain districts. You swiping right or left, Telly? I'm swiping right. Sounds like Wisconsin. I was going to say, it sounds like Wisconsin. I literally was thinking that as I was reading it. <laughs> sounds like Wisconsin. We're uh, not going to take it. it. Yeah, and so uh, this is another one of those, finally, 
And I'm glad that they are finally looking at it and realizing that this is all set up in a way that is not equal. It's set up for a certain party to always win and ensure that they're going to win. So I'm swiping right, and it's something that should have probably been looked at maybe 20 years ago, but you think, better right? late than never, I guess. <laughs> ben? Swiping right. Tell you swiping right. You swiping right or left? Eh, I'm going to just go right for the sake of it. I'm going right. <laughs> Why are you saying like that? You're like, eh. <laughs> what, you're, you're over the whole voting thing? What, what's going on? I want to put words in your mouth. How you feeling? Well, you know, it seems to me that every four years is always some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of push for people to get, I don't know. I, I'm just going, yeah, I'm going I'm to swipe right and that's just how I'm going to leave this one. Okay. I respect that. Look. Respect people's boundaries and their peace. If you don't want to talk about it, I get it. All right. It is exhausting, though. This is going to be an exhausting year for a lot of us that, you know, with the text ads and the the commercials and vote, 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 who you vote. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. Oh, okay. To be honest with you, you and Truth Nation, you know, just the other day I was at Target. I'm at Target and two dudes from New York, they came down. They're trying to get me to, uh, to petition for some stuff. I'm cold. I'm freezing. Like, is this the type of stuff we got to go through every yeah, four man. years? Like, you guys ain't even from here. So, well, why are you here here in, in Racine trying to – I don't I don't know. It's just uh, – it frustrates it, it, me. It, hey, I, look, I get it. Trust me, Benjamin. I get it. There are – like, every day I get these uh, text messages that are so annoying. Especially, look, Telly, when you expecting a text, you're like, ooh, ooh. Oh, it's the it's the campaign you. of Biden. <laughs> Why are you texting you. my phone at nine o'clock? I thought it was a real text. <laughs> Random voicemails. <laughs> ah, <tell> me. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna start changing my ringtone so that whenever I get these, can't it just you know, doom doom like some kind of noise? Let me know. Do not even bother checking your phone. This dude. This man. <laughs> so they got this. <laughs> Hey Ben, is that is that a thing where you have certain ringtones? I mean, I know I know you boot up, but just for the sake of conversation, because we're talking about Valentine's Day tomorrow, do, do y'all have certain ringtones for certain women who text or call? Nah, I, I, I came with. I use a ringtone that came with my phone. I, I'm not with that. This ain't 2008 no more. Oh, that's a 2008 thing. Okay, that's and you good know when ringtones was popping. All right, how about one more? One more before we take our break. I'm telling y'all, Usher, he is on, this is his season. So, as we all know, 50 Cent, rapper 50 Cent, has a just empire of hit TV shows. Well, Usher expressed that he wanna he wants some of that. He wants some of that, and he's trying to create a media empire similar to 50 Cent's ventures. He says he's been inspired by 50 Cent's integration of music and visual content. So he is envisioning turning his songs into a TV series, emphasizing the emotional connection and escape that music provides. Right or left? Oh, Ben, no, he didn't yawn. Tell us how you really feel. This is amazing. This is amazing. 50 Cent and done it again. Keep pushing the envelope. Keep on uh, pushing the narrative. Welcome to True oh, Swipe. Man, we've been doing this segment for a long time. But um, no, keep pushing the envelope. Keep pushing the narrative. 50 Cent, keep doing what you're doing, man. I've always w- wanted and waited for an artist to go out, go about this, you know, the, the right way and 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 learn how to express their music through video, through television, and now to be able to make a 
film out of each and every one of your uh, one of your music videos, that's fire. Tell us which way it's, you're th- that's completely fire. It seems like everybody's about visuals now, and I'm here for that because I also, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a thought stimulator. Telly, you swiping right or left? I, I'm swiping right. I I do like the fact that uh, Usher has been uh, his, his inspiration has been reignited because if you really think about it, when Usher first came out, he was doing soap operas. I know you remember that DC. I where have no they, idea what you're doing... talking about. I don't follow Usher. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> he, you you know he was doing a lot of acting at first, and it didn't quite blow up the way that uh, we thought, well, I think a lot of people may have thought, but Usher focused more on his music. He wasn't trying to do acting. I'm sure if he really just wanted to do acting, he could have gone that route. So I've always respected that, but I also respect the fact that he's not letting his dream die. And, Man. Uh, and, and, and we know In the words of Milwaukee's these... Chad C. Note Roper, dreams never expire. Shout out to my brother Chad Roper. But yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Telly. Yeah, but he... Um, uh, for when you look at these artists and entertainers, DT, they're storytellers. Yes, and that's all that movies are. You're telling a story. Uh, um, I know when Ron Isley and, and R. Kelly were having the the twelve chapters of Trapped in the Closet, like that was almost like a mini movie. And on and that so note, you, mean to you tell just said me, a very bad word on the air. So we uh, don't, uh, no, I did. I mean, said, the man's still alive. <laughs> oh, he's a man uh, now. Uh, okay. The person still alive. The, the monster is still, alive. is still breathing in Chicago, <laughs> down the street in jail. Yeah. yeah. But my, my point is with that, DT, is, again, I know we got to go to break, Ben. Just Usher following his dreams and knowing that he's been inspired by someone else. And kudos for him to even admit that. You know, there's some people, well, I always want to do it. No, 50 inspired you. So yeah, I like that, to too. All right, y'all. Yeah. That was True Swipe, and thank you so much, Telly and Ben. The Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. When we come back, we're going to begin wrapping up another great segment of the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7. The Truth. Stay locked in. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.